Welcome back, Masterpiece Women, to the Masterpiece Women podcast. We are so excited to have you today. And as many of you know, in our membership site, we have been working on our online platforms and our online business building. And one of the key key elements to that is your content. So I have asked Sophie Higgins, who is a content specialist, to come talk to us today and share valuable knowledge about how do you create a valuable asset and content for your program. So Sophie Higgins, welcome to Masterpiece Women. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really glad to be here. I just love collaborating with people like yourself. So first, I would like to know, tell us a little bit, who is Sophie Higgins? How did you get started in this market? I saw on your website that you got married and you left your business and career and moved to the U.S. to beautiful Hawaii, and um, you started pursuing a new career. I would love for you to share your story with the women because it is just such a great story. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I will try to make it short. There's a lot of small uh, nuggets in, in that story. But basically, to be really brief, I have 20 years of experience in the education industry as an educational consultant, three master's degrees from Denmark, where my accent is from, where I first started in teaching writing and teaching visual arts. And then I moved into leadership and ended my career in Denmark as principal of a high school. And the whole time, my purpose was, how do I improve learning outcomes for the greatest number? I published five textbooks about this and was out as a speaker very often. And I, bottom line is, I just love learning. To me, it's the pathway to freedom. And then when I met my husband, we were brought together on three different events by the universe or by higher power, whatever it is, it was unplanned, but we met in Ireland, in the island of Jersey and in Portugal three years in a row, and we had not planned it. So we were just brought together by something bigger than ourselves. And we ended up moving over here in January of 2019. And when I came over here and after I got my green card, I was like, well, how do I use all this background and experience to help people in the U.S.? and globally. And based on my profile on LinkedIn, people started to reach out to me and ask me, hey, can you help with online courses? And it was just like, of course, that's what I need to be doing because they saw my background and the experience and could see that I could actually help with that. So that's what I've been doing for the past year, really building my business and establishing really good client relationships. I love that. That's awesome. I love how you used all your gifts and talents. And even when we pivot, right? And at our age, isn't it interesting how oftentimes the things that we don't even expect are what cause us to pivot and to be able to pivot well, because all those great resources, all those great talents are not wasted. Um, and now you're able to utilize them. So tell us a little bit about how you help women build their online businesses and platforms. Are you focused primarily on coaches? Who is your target audience? So primarily it's coaches, consultants, wellness experts, that realm of people and women who has really great expertise and they don't necessarily know how to translate that into an online course or to scale their online business. 
So what I help with is to take them through four phases of basically building out an online program and then help them to also put it into a learning management system if they need help with that and also to create this customer experience funnel because it's all about creating these good learning experiences for people. Wow, I love that. And what would you say is the number one um, way that you see people like to learn? Is it audio, visual, text? What do you see, Sophie? I actually see a combination and really owning in on what your preferred medium is as an expert, because if you do what you love, it transmits to the audience. But what I see as far as videos and online course content, the goal is to make it really short and to the point and really focus in on that transformational experience you want your online course to provide to people. So what is the unique end goal that your audience is supposed to be able to do differently from where they're at now and how can you help them get there step by step? So part of the creation process or the content creation process is really zooming in on this big end goal, this point B that people don't quite know how to get to and where you're the expert in leading them. Excellent. And talk to me a little bit about being an expert because you work with a lot of people that are probably newer to the industry. And I think there's this huge misconception with people that you have to have a doctor's degree or, you know, massive university to really be able to teach something. I want you to break that, um, that lie, that myth to the women today and talk a little bit about the experience you have with women and how that's not true. Oh, yeah. And I would actually say sometimes the opposite. Because if you have a whole lot of education, sometimes you have a really difficult time speaking in a language that other people understand. (laughs) And so if you really build on what's your experience, how have you gone through a transformational process yourself? And how can you then help guide people? That's really what it's all about. So just you being one step ahead of other people that wants to follow you and take your lead, it's really all that it takes. I love that. And that's what I say all the time too. You just have to be one step ahead of them. You know, we just started our membership this, this year, the beginning of the year. And in our membership, the women are learning how to create a membership platform. And I'm certainly not the expert, but I have gone out and learned and learned and learned and been, you know, gotten mentorship and paid a lot of money to hone in on my expertise in that. And I'm still not the expert but I can definitely tell you how to do it and I can help you do it and we're doing it and we're thriving, but I don't have a degree in it. And so I think sometimes you're, you're so right, Sophie, like just being that one step ahead of them is so invaluable. And that, and also being honest, you know, being honest about where the mistakes are, where the pitfalls are, what you tried and failed at, and how you succeeded to getting past those obstacles. 
I love that. I actually, as you say that, I was teaching a class the other day. I was doing a live class and I have all these women on and I realized there was a typo on the PowerPoint. I was like, oh, well, that's embarrassing. I said, hold one minute, click, click, click. Oh, here you go. And I said, see, you don't have to be the expert. You just have to be willing to just be real. And sometimes you mess up. And because it, it was it was a terrible graph of, you know, um, technical error or something. I forget what exactly was on there, but it was hilarious. I'm like, well, it's fixed now. Sorry, ladies. But yeah, and it's really that thing about not having to be perfect. I've spoken a lot with the group I'm working with right now and creating their online courses and this one woman, she's like, oh, yeah, I feel like I have all this content, but I don't quite know how to get it out there. And the main point is just start, start where you are at and then build from there. And then you just it's going to expand. And the more you try, the better you get at it. And again, like I said to her, remember, Rome, Rome was not built in a day. And I said, just takes time. Absolutely. And are there some key principles that you teach when you teach your online courses? Yeah. So I basically take people through four phases to make sure that they have a successful course that is ready for launch. And the first phase is idea clarification, really focusing in on what's your unique skill, experience, background, your passion that makes you the perfect transformational guide for your audience. And then how does that translate into a course where people are going to learn something that they didn't know before, they were not able to do before, and then test your ideas with some audience research, market research, a little competitor research, also to set a pricing strategy that makes your course a good product market fit. And then that's the phase of the idea clarification. The next phase is the content creation. And in that phase, it's really looking at this course as like a mind map. So what's this transformation that I want in the middle of it? And then what are the steps around in order to help people get to that end goal? And then I also provide help with storyboard because that makes it more specific as to why is this important? What is it that people need to know? Just a few key points. Again, we're not trying to cover everything. And then what is it that they need to do in order to apply this new knowledge or this new expertise? And then encourage people to apply on their own because the way we learn is that we learn through first getting an idea about something, then we get a couple of ideas, and then we all of a sudden see how we can combine these ideas and maybe apply them. And really, when we can apply what we are learning in a new context, that's when we really have some deep knowledge about what we're doing. So that's the key point in the content creation phase. And then we move into the learning management system production, and that's really just having a place to host your content. And I'm sure that you have already covered some of these things with your classes because there's a lot of different platforms out there and you can choose pretty much any platform that suits your needs. But you just basically need to have a place to hold this content. And then when you have that set up, you are ready to have people enroll in your course. So the last phase is the launch and the customer experience funnel. 
And part of having an effective and successful launch is to utilize social media. And like you were mentioning, you have been talking about repurposing your content. So part of the whole process is also as I create content for my online course, I can take small snippets of it, post it on YouTube, post it on, on my other social media platforms. So again, I really try to be effective with my content and my time as well. And then an email campaign, because main mainly the leads for online courses, they come from social media, they come from your list of leads. So that, those are two really important things. And then you can have a, like you were talking about the lead magnet, like have a free webinar. Again, thinking things where people can get to know you and see you as an expert they would like to follow. Absolutely. And I never realized how important your email campaigns are when creating an online platform. I always had a brick and mortar business. I never had an online business before. And so I never had a huge emphasis on email. I mean, I emailed all my staff. I had hundreds of nurses, you know, hundreds of nurses working for me that I emailed specifically for reasons though. But as far as actually utilizing, you know, email campaigns and what those needed to be and the customer experience, that was very overwhelming to me. And I was very surprised at how overwhelming it was. And then when I started actually doing it, I realized how simplistic it was. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's a common thing. Well, I know it is based on the women in our membership that for some reason, that word funnel, that, that lead magnet, that like is intimidating. You want to simplify that a little bit, Sophie, and talk about how really it's not a big complex idea. Yeah, because really, basically, if you have some content, you put your love and your passion and your effort into, you want it to be found by people, you want to share that with them. And some of the ways to do that is, like, have that email campaign. So what I do, I have like a swipe file in my course with 10 email templates that you can just kind of swap out the topic or the date and fit it to your own campaign and then send it out so you basically have like just a primer hey I'm creating something new so people know that there is something new coming up and then you can start telling them well this is what it is and this is the price and this is a special offer and then just at the end you know now the sale is basically closing with the discount so if you want to take advantage of it this is your chance. So really making it simple and also thinking about putting in a little visual and not having too much text, you know, because my attention span is not just that long. <laughs> I agree. You know, it's interesting because my mentor also in the program that I learned to do it gave us entire templates. And I have the same for our ladies as well. I just finished creating some templates. And I realized in my software that they already had them. <laughs> I'm like, well, I just need to move all, tell all the women to come to. So I'd be curious, Sophie, what software do you recommend? You've probably worked with a bunch of them. Is there one that you say, I like this one better? Well, and honestly, I don't have that much experience because I've just gone with kind of what I found based on a little research. So as far as 
my mailing system, I just use MailChimp, but I know that there are other platforms that have other features and benefits also. Okay. And then the other thing I want to mention is I have a system for my posting, social media posting. It helps me so much because in the beginning I was kind of setting my timer for when I needed to post content and that was just wearing me out. So just by getting a simple software that can help me do that. So I only need to do it once a month and then it just posts it. And which one do you prefer? So I actually went with Hello Woofie. It's a new platform. I haven't heard of that one. No, it's a startup for a small, uh, I think he calls it smart software for underdogs or something. It's like <laughs> like a new startup uh, where it's only like 49 a year. It's like super cheap. Wow, I love that because... I have a VA that does all of my posting for me, obviously. Well, and I do some every once in a while as well, but um, I, we were looking at a software and some of them are a little, they were like 49 a month. And I thought that was very high. Oh, so yeah. I thought, uh, yeah, that's not worth it. But so she does a lot of scheduling in our social media sites and we do, we primarily schedule it all. So I was just Have you ever, so what do you use for your content? Do you use the software for that? Yeah. And I was, when I went into that, I was comparing like two major platforms. So Kajabi that most people know, and then Thingific, which is a newer platform. And I ended up going with Thingific because they had a free plan where you can try it out, upload one course and test if you like it. And then you can upgrade, upgrade and move into different plans. So Really, basically, because of that, I went with them and I really like the way that it works and the customer experience and also the support that they are providing. Awesome. Well, I I am actually familiar with that one, too. I did a little research as well. Um, my coach happened to have a free um, 60 day thing with Kajabi. He's a, a affiliate. So I actually have that to offer for all of our women on Kajabi, we're an affiliate. So they get typically depending on when, what their specials are is 30 to 90 days free. This last month, they had five months for $5 a month. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite interesting. And I do believe actually, to be fair to Kajabi, that their email marketing service is a little bit better than the one. It is excellent. I will say I've had phenomenal experience with them. Every time I've ever had an issue with them, I get on support. I can get on typically very quickly. They respond there and I have it fixed in moments. Um, and it's actually, they have such a great sense of humor. <laughs> so that's the <laughs> that's other a thing. Good thing. Literally, we were, my, um, my assistant was next to me and we were working through an issue and I'm like, but I did it. It's here. And it's still not, we're still not getting the autoresponders to connect. And there was another place you had to do it that I would have never known. And um, he was, we were laughing because he was just so comical, you know, and I'm stepping up to the, to the, you know, challenge and it was just fun. So anyway, so I do, and I enjoy working with that team because they are very professional and we do, like I said, offer free opportunities to our women in our membership that are building online businesses that um, can get time free. So if you need, have anybody that needs Kajabi, let me know. I can help them out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So 
All right. So we talked, you talked about your four, your four steps. So you talk about the idea and the clarification, testing the ideas. Your second step is your content creation, knowing your why, your what, and um, how you're going to apply it. The third one is your, um, I can't read my writing, something <laughs> management. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learning management system. Learning the management production. system. Where, where do you put it? <laughs> I'm like, I can't read my my handwriting. So, and then the the fourth one is the launch. And um, talk to us a little bit, Sophie, because this is you know you transitioned into the online world. What has been the most helpful thing for you as you launched your business and pivoted into this world that you could share with the women that are listening to Masterpiece Women to help them avoid the same maybe pitfalls that you walked through when you first launched your online business? I think the main thing is really to be patient with yourself and to be patient with the process because it takes a while to post that consistent content and build your reputation as an industry expert in whatever you're launching your business inside. And it so that patience with yourself that it is going to take some time step by step to do the work and keep moving forward, even though you sometimes feel like nobody is noticing. Believe me, they are. And just keep doing it and you will succeed. Excellent. I love that. Um, <laughs> it reminds me, a friend of mine just did a talk and she talked about pole pole. I don't know if you know what that means. In Swahili, it means slowly, slowly. And when we climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, you had to take one step at a time. And if you, you know, you had to stay focused and you had to keep breathing and focus on your breathing, focus on drinking, focus on breathing. And you kept looking at the summit going, I know I'm getting there, but it sure doesn't feel like it. And sometimes you felt like, you weren't even putting your one foot in front of the other and you're getting to, you know, 18,000 feet elevation and you're not even sure if you're going the right direction anymore and you've got your guide helping you. And I feel like, you know, Sophie, for uh, women like yourself and I who are leading, helping women build online business, that is a really key important thing is to just keep going, keep on breathing, keep on having your water. You know, you have to keep nourishing yourself and learning, keep, because everything we do, and you mentioned it just a few moments ago, it's okay if it's not perfect the first time, just get it out there, get, get out there and get it done, get it started. You don't have to be perfect because it's a work in progress. And I think sometimes that paralyzes people when they feel like, well, I can't get it out there. I'll be embarrassed. What will people think if it's not perfect? Well, that's what paralyzes most people is worrying about what people think. Have you had that same experience with your women that you're coaching in this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that's actually helping them move past that is that I recommend that you start with like a beta testing version. So you start finding your audience for your course and then you launch it with a pre-launch and then you just start presenting and recording at the same time so you actually build your content as you have people in your course at a lower price point and that way you have an audience that you can test your idea with you get their feedback what would they like what additional things should you explain about 
And then you are actually building out all your content that way. And it is really helpful. And that was something that is one of the women, she just said, it's, this is so helpful. Now I, I can actually go out there and start testing it. And then I will know that I have to adjust. And the other thing we were talking about was there's always a frustration when we're learning something new. We call it the learning pit. And it's a natural part of the process that you're walking into a new uncharted territory. You fall down into the pit, you get confused, you get frustrated, you don't quite know how to get out of it. And then little by little, you learn how to move forward, just like you were saying with that climbing the mountain, (laughs) that you then all of a sudden, oh, it wasn't really that hard. And then you look back and you are at a new vintage point. So that's really what that's about. And just knowing that that's a natural part of any learning and anything new we are doing is helpful too. Absolutely. That's a really good point. So, so, so true. Well, I love your website because it's so colorful and it's so your colored pencils are beautiful. And I I would love for you to talk a little bit about content when we're talking about content creation, how important graphics and the look and feel of it is. What is your experience with that? I just love colors and I'm glad that you noticed that because it, And it's interesting because it's also part of my personal history. When I first met my husband, all that was in my closet was black, white, a little bit blue. And now I'm in Hawaii and it's all bright colors. So I've kind of taken that and put it into my, my branding because it's a really important part of who I am today. And then also when I think about presenting, again, making it short, to the point and visuals are just so helpful because it tells stories and it inspires us to think alongside with whoever is presenting. It just triggers something in the brain. I love that. You know, it's really funny because I actually was kind of paranoid when I first started this because I'm a nurse by profession and in nursing, they teach you the KISS method, keep it simple, stupid. So even in my writing, it's typically block, 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 block. (laughs) And I worried about that because my partner who launched Masterpiece with me, who's an attorney, who's an incredible writer, she would write these like beautiful essays. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I cannot write like that. Of course, my number one thing and number one thing I tell all the women, do not compare yourself to others or you'll never go anywhere in life. That's the number one fear you got to get out of there is don't compare yourself to others and don't compare your content. Don't compare you because people are going to want what you have to offer because it's you and they grow to like you and respect you and to value you. Um, So that's number one. But I was worried about that. And it is interesting because what I found in my content, because of my personality, they expect it to be short, sweet, and to the point. And I'm not real foo-foo, fluff-fluff. And I've written some articles and I tend to be that way. And I'm like, I need to be a little more creative writing in here, you know? But when people are learning, they don't want to have to hear 20 stories in the midst of it. When they're reading a novel, they do, but not when they're learning and um is that what you've experienced? You're saying short, sweet, to the point. Um, I Don't you think they just disconnect? Yeah, that's definitely a risk. And actually, I have a really simple, like, four-step method. Whenever I do any content piece, it's like, 
what's the call to action? What's the end goal? What's a working title? And what's three simple steps to get there? And then I create my content around that because it helps me to really focus on the end goal. And it's like walking the forest. I know where the path is taking me. So I don't digress into something that's not related to the point, really. That's awesome. So it's, you do your, your call to action, your end goal, and three steps to get there. Is that what you said? Yeah. And then I just have a working title. And then I test my working title in some of those headline analyzers out there to get a good SEO score and some emotional words in there. Nice, nice. That's very good. So let's talk about SEO a little bit because that is a key component of online business. Tell me a little bit about what your experience with SEO is and what you've seen. Yeah, and that's actually something that I cover in my courses really in depth how you can actually apply that because it's, it's very important. And like one of my students said, Oh, now I'm not scared of it anymore. This is simple. It doesn't have to be that scary because like, honestly, sometimes you get these huge books about SEO and it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I want to tackle that. But there are these searching tools out there that can actually help you suggest keywords that people are searching for. And when you use those tools, it will help you with some alternatives also that maybe have a higher score than what you were originally thinking about. So just to mention one tool, there's co-schedule headline analyzer. And if you go in, they have like a free trial. And then if you want to unlock the SEO scores in the back, then they have a paid version for that. And it's called what? I'm sorry. Co-schedule. Huh? Just co-schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'll have to look into that one. I I use a few of them myself as well. And I found a few that have been very helpful, especially with YouTube. Um, I do a lot of keyword search on, on those. And I look at those when I'm doing our titles as well in trying to, you know, make sure that our titles are ranking up there. So people actually search for them. Exactly. And actually I have like my little, teaching class in how to write people content that people will love to read I have when you sign up for my webinar I have like it's just $14 and then you get an introduction to how to use this platform and how you can actually use it to test your headlines and also those four steps to create your content perfect that's awesome love that well good well tell me um we're just about out of time today Sophie Tell, let's talk real briefly, share like what would be the one tip to take away today for the women that they can um, take away to help build business, to really get their online business going. I would say do what you love. That is my main thing. If you're passionate about it, it will give you miles when it gets a little tough. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're doing it just to make money, it's not fun. <laughs> no, it it just is not worth the effort, really. It's but when not. you're doing what you love, you can move through the obstacles. Absolutely. I love that. I always say, figure out on your idea, what is it you love? What is it love that you love to experience? And what are you good at? Like, what are the things that really 
make your heart smile. My husband always laughs at me when I say smile, makes your heart smile, but you have to have that inner peace and joy of really, you know, passion about what you're doing to be successful. And it resonates when people know you love what you're doing. It comes across in everything that you do. So I think it's just so important. So thank you for all your valuable information, Sophie. We will have your link below. So if the ladies want to go get additional assistance with their online content um, production, they'll connect with you. And um, I appreciate you being with us. Ladies, if you haven't already signed up, our membership is free for 30 days. You can get on our membership, learn how to build an online business and create the business that you've always dreamed of doing online. So join us. We look forward to seeing you in the platform. Have a great day, ladies.